Oh, is that me? Okay, here I am. I'm already sipping already. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen and in-betweeners. Uh, I am your hostess with the most tonight for On The Rocks radio show where celebrities and cocktails mix, and they've been mixing already. That's why we're sweating. We're sweating to the oldies. But we all got young, hot people here today. I'm very excited. Uh, my guest co-host today, the men of On The Rocks, returning to the show, uh, People Magazine's entertainment correspondent, Patrick Gomez. Do you like how I changed your last name? Yeah. Gomez. Um, and making his On The Rocks debut is Hillcrest Social, our favorite San Diego LGBT app, founder DJ Wilsey. I can't pronounce his last name, so I'm not even going to pretend. I literally can't pronounce his last name. We'll find out how to do that. Our guests for today are Logo TV's Finding Prince Charming cast member, Sam Provenzano, who left the house early, by the way, which we're going to talk about, spilling the tea about his controversial same-sex dating show. We have international pop diva, X-Factor, hugger of Lady Gaga, uh, Kitty Brucknell is here in studio, so excited, and adding some hot sauce to our mix. We have Latina actress Marlene Forte, hot off the premiere of Fox's new show, APB, which I watched today, uh, with credits including Fear the Walking Dead, The New Dallas, among many, many credits. And as usual, we have our trusty engineer, Kurt, here, uh, making us look good, sound good, and my mom. Mama Rose is in the chat room. We're going to talk to her when the show starts. Take it away. <laughs> And most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On the Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities, and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, and that's about it. So pop a court, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On the Rocks every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Oh, my Lord. Catch me on the outside. How about that? Do you see me all be all pop culture hip? That's me today. I'm so excited. I don't even know where that came from, but it's ruling my life. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to On The Rocks every Tuesday coming at you live. Um, and if you're listening to us later, thank you to all of our syndic- syndicates, including Hillcrest Social is streaming us live on their Facebook with giveaways every Tuesday. Download the app. Find out what you've won because they're giving away tickets, everything. Um, uh, and we have uh, the co-founder, DJ Will Z, in the house. Say hi, DJ Will Z. Hey. Hey, what up? <laughs> it's nice to like meet you in person because we, we haven't like officially like met. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we email all the time. Yes, and yeah. sometimes drunk text. Definitely yes, drunk text. Like, let's rule San Diego. Yes, <laughs> let's do it. Um, and then Patrick Gomez, hot off the red carpets, uh, the Golden Globe, the SAG Awards. Um, and you spent more time with Marie, uh, Mario Lopez um, in one day than I ever will in my whole entire life. Well, you never know. Don't count, don't count yourself out yet. I mean, if I was, like, interviewed... Because you, like, went to his house, right? Yeah, well, it's funny. I spent the morning um, being interviewed by him on Extra um, about the SAG Awards. About, and then, like, the, the swag bag. Yeah. You still haven't brought me anything. Well, I should have. I should have. I've got tons of makeup for you to use. <laughs> Thanks, bitch. <laughs> Literally, I'm sweating so much. My brown Latino-ness is dripping on, on the carpet. Like, it's that's adding some flavor to your drink. That's okay. Yes, well, thank God. But, no, I spent the morning being interviewed by him on Extra and then the afternoon at his house interviewing him for people. So that do, was pretty. Do you know where he lives? Uh, yes, but I'm not going to tell you. I would totally go. Like, I'll tell, tell everyone else house. over here. Yeah, Just don't okay. listen. Shh, you guys. <laughs> Is it weird going to his house? Um, sometimes, like, because some people are really inviting. Are like, oh, welcome, like, and and it, it's really cool. Other times, you're driving up into like the Hollywood Hills and you lose signal and you have no idea where you are. And then you get there and there's a gate that you have to like knock on for 
30 minutes and it's, you knock on the gate or you ring the bell well or both <laughs> sometimes I just gate. sometimes I just shake it <laughs> yeah. and I'm like oh somebody trying to get over the wall here we go again exactly <laughs> yes Patrick Gomez you have to you can't be Patrick Gomez anymore you have to be Patrick Gomez yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah keep your job <laughs> a little more flavor <laughs> yes uh, Kurt our engineer Kurt you are dressed um, still like a lesbian but not like full lesbian like a nice looking dressed lesbian Oh, where's your karaoke microphone? <laughs> oh, see what happens when you let Latins in? We take over. Yeah. Taking entertainment jobs away from the white man. I, I did just come from jury duty. Jury duty. Yeah. So. How was that? Were you picked? No. Oh. Well, I wouldn't be here. Well, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what it was for? Like what the trial was? You can tell us. Secondary, second degree robbery. Yeah. Are there is degrees it like a second degree burn? Like, yeah, like what's first degree robbery? Like chicklets? and how many degrees are there? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, how many? Kurt, tell us all. I, I don't know. <laughs> no wonder you didn't get no. picked. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know what the degrees are. Yeah. Seriously, like what? He's was just lying. Degree? He just yeah. didn't want to be picked. <laughs> He's like, he actually knows all the ins and outs of robbery. <laughs> Well, he stole that shirt from TJ Maxx. There we go. <laughs> what, what? Okay, Kurt, no show would be complete without one of your lovely puns, so I'm going to relay it to our, to our audience. Okay. You have a pun for us today from Kurt, our engineer. Yes, go ahead. Um, I have some uh, dead batteries for sale. Uh, Kurt has some dead batteries for sale. Free of charge. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't. I love it. <laughs> oh, just to tell what the answer was. Uh, free of charge. Wah, wah. And he always gives himself the applause. We have somebody from across the pond here. She's going to tell everybody back in Great Britain how terrible our humor is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although I have seen the new Keeping Up Appearances or the prequel in the new uh, Are You Being Served? No. No, no. <laughs> I'm the only one in this room that knows what no, I'm talking about. No, I know exactly okay. what you're talking right. about. <laughs> uh, so coming up, uh, we have a giveaway on the show. I don't know if you guys know who Ben Rimmelauer is. Um, he's written for Playboy. He's our New York correspondent. Um, and he, he's a writer for Out Magazine. He directed The Real Housewives with their audiobooks, Teresa Giudice. Um, he's an amazing performer, and he's coming to L.A. Uh, to do a double bill at Casino del Campo, Patty Issues, and Bad With Money, which he does in New York all the time, and he sells out all the time. And he started the show Patty Issues about Patty Lapone because he was obsessed with her, as you know am I. And she was like, don't do the show anymore more like cease and desist and whatever and now they're best friends so much so he puts pictures of them up all the time and I'm so mad because Patty Lapone does have a restraining order against me <laughs> that doesn't is half not of, even a doesn't joke half of New York though Yes, so that can't even go back though you're even though you're all the way over here. That's by that's court mandated. By the way, this is how far you have to be. Anyway, if you want tickets to Casino del Campo to see Ben Rimmelauer, hot from New York, uh, Friday, March third, or Saturday the fourth, you get free tickets to his double bill. So there's two shows in one night. Send an email to info at ontherocksradioshow.com with your contact info, and we will give you two tickets. Um, let's say hi to Mama Rose. My mom, Mama, Mama. Uh, hey, I'm the Mama. Yes. <laughs> You did your hair or something. What's happening yes. with your hair? Yes. Wow. Well, you know, it's you the drunk? whole thing about Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh. I'm single, and I'm happy single. And for all the other single people out there, my suggestion for Valentine's Day is to do something crazy. Go get a new haircut. Go do your hair. Go get a tattoo. I think I'm going to go get a tattoo, a rose tattoo. Ooh, where? Okay, I'm telling you, she's already been to Happy Hour. I can tell. I can just tell. <laughs> I feel like we're behind. <laughs> where, where are you going to get it, Mama? Where's the tattoo going? Oh, that's... Secret. Ooh, I like it. Something my new daddy will find out. <laughs> <laughs> it's for next Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
Mama Rose, as usual, every week is in the chat room. If you're in UBNRadio.com, she will answer your questions. If it's a great, fun question, she will interrupt the show and we will ask it. Um, she's also in the Facebook Live. So if you have a question, just type it in and she will answer to you. Uh, and Mama, you, you know the drill. If it's a good question, let us know. Well, and remember, I want people to let me know today where they're listening from or where they're watching from. Yes, yes. All, all, all righty. All right, Mom, we will chat with you in a little bit. Um, next okay. week, okay, that's enough. Um, next <laughs> week, <laughs> we are having the world premiere, a musical she duo. Just tongue out at you. <laughs> yes. A musical duo, Brandon and James uh, from America's Got Talent. They have literally been traveling around the world. Literally, um, they haven't even owned a house in L.A. for the last two years because they're never home. They just got a residency in Vegas. That's so- also why I don't own a house. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I own a taco truck, and that's about all the, 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 that I'm doing right now. Um, but they're in L.A., uh, moving to Vegas next week, and they're premiering a uh, world premiere. It hasn't been shown anywhere. Next week on this show, and it's um, it's their version of Wicked Games. Oh, oh gross. Anyway. <laughs> so they'll be Is in that studio. good or bad? Oh, I got good. scared. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, it's a very good thing. They're amazing performers, and they play to all different types of audiences, um, and they're so funny. And to have them in studio is just a real treat, and then uh, to see their world premiere. Um, I will see you February 24th. Uh, the telenovela stars that I had on, were, you, you were here for mm-hmm. that episode, right? I'm in love with them. and we. No, I see you posting pictures all the time. We hang out all the time now. I love it. And I can't even speak Spanish. It's really fun, especially after some vodkas. I'm like, ay, 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 and that's all I can say. <laughs> like, that's literally all I can say. Um, but they're doing a, a concert February 24th at a funny place called Stephen's Steakhouse in Commerce. But they're taking over the whole stage and whatever, and it's it's music. So I'm going to be there doing some live streaming uh, with the cast of My Life is a Telenovela. Ay, ay, ay. I'm so excited. <laughs> anyway, that's what's coming up. Um, Patrick, you know, we, d- we do a little segment on the show called Rapid Fire. And everybody's fallen victim tonight. No. Uh-oh. Oh, yes. <clears throat> I ask random <laughs> questions, very intelligent <clears throat> on the rocks questions. You just have to answer them. Boom, boom, boom. Patrick, are you ready? Mm-hmm. You go to every single award show of the season. Like, you're on the red carpet, literally. Oscars, Academy Awards, blah, blah, blah. That's the same thing. Uh, what is the most boring award show that you have to go to that you're like, uh. oh, um, most boring award show that I go to because I don't go to the ones that are super boring. Uh, okay, so then, like in your mind, what's the most boring award show that you would be like, pass? Um, yeah, ooh, uh, that's really tough. Um, we're hard honestly, here. okay, honestly, yeah. out of the ones I do go to, out of the big ones, I will say the one that's that's more enjoyable to watch at home is the Emmys because they there's no big performances, there's no like best song nominations, they don't even boring. do stuff for the for the choreography, so it's kind of it, it's you can barely hear the speeches in the audience. I'd much rather sit at home and watch it where you can actually see the clips and all but of the music. They serve alcohol at the Emmys, though. no, no they alcohol, don't? and they shut the alcohol down right when the show starts. Oh, forget it. Nope. I'm staying home when I get my Emmy nomination. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying home. So there you go. There you go. Okay, what is your favorite show tune to sing? Oh well, I I feel like this is I, now I have a new one thanks to your show. Uh, oh oh. My yeah. show? Yeah. yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, I, I sang with Alexander last week, I guess. Yeah. It seems, God, it's only been a week. It's only been a week, but like uh, no, yeah, I did uh, You'll Be Back from Hamilton, which I had never heard until a week before the show, and now it's my new favorite song. Um, I have to thank everybody for coming out to Rockwell. We had such a great night. I sang notes higher than I've ever sung before. Beautifully. You did great. And because, you know, you're always on, like, Entertainment Weekly or whatever, reporting for People Magazine, you have this whole uh, past. In fact, I think we have a Creeper video that oh, was God. taken at, at the concert. <laughs> Kurt, can, can, can we can we hear a little bit of Patrick? Oh, look at that pose. Oh yeah. Look at that body. <laughs> so let's, let's see a little bit. Look at this. Oh my love. Da, 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 da. 
your voice is, is it's okay. No, I had so much fun doing it. Look at him move. My friend, my friend, who's a performer, his biggest compliment he gave me goes, "I've never seen anyone be able to grapevine and keep their head mic centered as much as you did." <laughs> it was it was something that I did have to practice. Look at that note. Nice. I had glitter in my hair for days from that crown. <laughs> uh, honey, the glitter was not from that crown. It was from the after party. Who are you kidding? <laughs> glitter from the crown. <laughs> that being said, uh, <laughs> what is uh, the favorite? Okay, so your favorite show tune to sing would be that now? Now, yeah. I okay. love that song. You and did it- such a good job. Thank you. I mean, second to me, of course. Of course. Um, if you could take your celebrity crush on a date anywhere, where would it be? Oh, um... If I could take my celebrity crush anywhere on a date, it would be putt putt golfing. <laughs> bye bye celebrity. <laughs> Who? Because putt putt golfing. They're used to and then go going to homecoming. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, because you get to talk to them, but you're like you're also engaged in something else. So that it's not if like there's a lull in conversation, you just whack a ball or two. Well, so many jokes. Yeah, but I won't. no, it's too easy. Too easy. No, they they go to enough fancy crazy things. So they'd probably be like, oh, I'm being normal. Well, I'd have to rent out the whole place because I wouldn't right. want like fans running up the whole time. Right, right, so, I mean, right. it would be it would be fancy in that way. I guess. It would okay. be an expensive date that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> putt, putt. Okay. Well, they're the celebrity. Maybe I'd make them pay. I'll choose it. You pay for it. <laughs> if I was on a celebrity crush date, we would not. I mean, we'd have 10 minutes and be over. That's, what, that's, that's all I'd say. <laughs> Patrick Gomez, Helen Mirren, or Dame Judi Dench? Ooh, um, that's a tough one. That's a tough one, but I, I have to go with Helen Mirren. She seems, she, yeah, she seems like uh, like Judy Dench seems like really cool. Like I'd I'd love to hang out with her and talk talk with her and learn with her. Like Helen Mirren feels. I feel like she and I would just like like she go to a drunk gay bar. And, yeah, totally. we'd get drunk and have okay. a good time. Okay, I see that. All right, you have survived rapid fire. Whew, I'm like sweating now. <laughs> yes, well, it's my Latin heat. How <laughs> sexy is it in this room? By the way, we have such diversity in this room, and I love it. <clears throat> I'm not making a political comment, though. Okay. <laughs> uh, Will Z. Okay, your last name. It's printed on the screen. I wasn't even going to pretend to... Pre- I mean, I, I just couldn't. How do you pronounce your last name? Zakrajic. Oh. I know, right? It sounds like like uh, like a fun disease. Like like a, <laughs> like a sexy STD. Like, I have Jack Zakrajic. Right? <laughs> I mean, I guess. I don't know if I'd want to get it. <laughs> you well, have how it. Do you have- <laughs> oh, you beat me to it. Patient number one. (laughs) (laughs) What is the background of your last name, though? Yugoslavian. Yugoslavian. Yep. There's not a lot of us. No, I mean, no. I mean that's pretty. Yeah, you're the only. But that sucks because in school you were like the last kid. Always. always. Yeah, like the fourth to the last forever. The fourth to the last. Who was the last? Uh, How do you get any? Yeah, at least he's Z A. Yeah. Oh, because Zimmerman and all them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Believe it or not, there is worse. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, you were featured in 40 Under 40 by San Diego Metro Magazine yes. uh, for your success. I'm so glad to meet you. Not only have you co-founded Hillcrest Social, um, you DJ, you do a bunch of different things, but you started this great uh, day in San Diego County yep. um, called Out at the Fair, and it's taken over the world, and it, we're going to be seeing it other places, right? Yeah, I would hope so by the end of the year, definitely. Yeah, we're the official LGBTQ day of the San Diego County Fair, and we work directly with the fair industry to coordinate LGBT days. What made you start this? Because, you know, like all of us gays like to party, but we don't want to plan it or have to like sweat and do stuff. Honestly, 
we were like, we should just go to the fair and eat a turkey leg. And then we're, we're already with like 20 of us. And we're like, maybe we should just check in. It's like and the gay re- renaissance gay fair. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fair noticed that like the next year and it kind of grew from there. That's so cool. They would notice me there, but for different reasons. <laughs> like somebody threw up on the gig again. Um, but that's awesome. And you have big crowds and you're growing yep. it and growing it. Yep. Um, I think On the Rocks is going to be there this year doing doing some some coverage. Yes, I believe Live. you're Yikes. hosting the paddock stage. Oh, who, me? <laughs> <laughs> Do I get free turkey legs? I mean, we can probably arrange that. So, like, what's the craziest food that you've had at the fair? Because they have, like, f- deep-fried Oreos in a Twinkie we, surrounded by a pickle. Yeah, yeah. I've had the, the Oreos and, like... Why the, are you making that face? Because they're not very good. That's blasphemy. Uh, Who has ever said no to a fried Oreo? I'd rather have a normal Oreo. I don't think I've ever had a fried Oreo. <laughs> Oreo. <laughs> okay. No. We don't have Oreos in the UK. So. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing, though, is the Australian batter fries. I don't know. I can never get enough. So what makes it Australian and not, like, just batter fries? I don't, it's like the kangaroo. Yeah. Potatoes. It's made from pieces yeah, of kangaroo. Okay, basically. Yeah. I don't know. And they cover it with like vinegar. I don't know. Huh. That's a surefire <laughs> date kill. Can you imagine kissing somebody with vinegar? You'd have as like the As long reverse... as you both eat it. Yeah. yeah. You share <laughs> yeah, a bucket. The, the lizard looks like. <laughs> <laughs> That's, how That's why you'd be kissing. Yeah. <laughs> Attractive. <laughs> Woohoo. Um, but tell me more about Hillcrest Social uh, for the people that are not familiar with it. It's a free app, by the way, so everybody should just download it. Yeah, um, we are the LGBT app of San Diego. Uh, we are we connect all the nightlife and like nonprofit events, LGBT friendly businesses. We also have like free DJ streaming um, on the rocks. You can actually on the rocks listen is to streaming there every week. Uh, and Ricky Rebel has his music streaming. Yep, yep. Um, he's on the show in two weeks, actually. Oh, really? Yep. yep yeah, he's yep, awesome. Yep. He puts on a great show for out at the fair. He's crazy. Yeah. He's like if Kitty and Lady Gaga had a baby, it's Ricky Rebel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Like it's not. I'm not even stretching the truth. Yeah. 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 Um. So how how has like the whole election and everything affected the LGBT community in San Diego? Um. Has it become more unified? I feel like I. I mean, it's kind of weird, but like right after Trump got elected. I had people message me On saying, Do you, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, I like how everybody's pretending they don't know what Grinder is. <laughs> I mean, I've been in a relationship longer than the iPhone's been around, so I've never really been on Grinder. But I know. Wah, wah. I mean, there are those fun <laughs> vacations. <laughs> I've been married too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're Latina. Mm, that's a whole ah, different ballgame. But I keep that in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> you actually have a great relationship with your husband. You can see it on your Instagram. It's like, this. just, I'm so jealous. It's number three. It's husband number three? Yes. Oh, three, three times the charm. <laughs> it is. And I am a ro- hopeless romantic, obviously. <laughs> Mary Lou Henner has been married three times. And she said it took, the, it took the first two to realize what she needed in the third. Because the first one, she had, uh, she had great... Um, she could talk to him. And they, they worked together. And, and she loved all that kind of stuff. But there was, it was boring in the bedroom. The second one, it was all about the bedroom. And everything else kind of was crap. And then the third one, she found the right balance. That's right. Well, and th- that's what uh, Tippy Hedren was buried three times, and then she said she was just over it. And she's happy being single. Oh, so she, yeah. Well, I say if this doesn't work out, but I got to tell you, it looks like it's I, working out pretty well. I think it's working out real well. <laughs> oh, this was in the news, and this is really funny because I like to read anti Valentine's posts because you guys have been married like three times, and I can't even get a date for like once. <laughs> 
Um, this this guy, um, he you know how you can make personalized checks and you send in your photos. Yeah. So he did it from his wedding to his second wife. So he paid his alimony with these checks to his first wife. Oh my god! Oh, it's kind of brilliant, uh, isn't it? I god. never I never collected anything. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I never paid anything too because that could have happened. All right, too. well, it worked like, out. It worked out fine for you then. Exactly. No harm, no foul. Nope. I'm sorry. I only collect penicillin prescriptions. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Will. Yes. Instead of doing rapid fire, you're, you're actually going to give our audience like some rapid fire hints. Ooh. I am the worst person at a club, especially if like they're not playing the song I want to hear. And after a few drinks, like I'm a DJ's worst nightmare. You there's a lot of you then. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of me right here. All right. <laughs> what, what, like, as a DJ, like, what's the biggest pet peeves? The biggest ones? Um... I've had someone try to take my computer before while DJing. What? Like steal yeah. it or like yeah, just like, take it to use it? I'll be like picking a song and I'll look yeah. down and then they'll like try to put their hand on it and close it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I'm like, uh, I don't know why you're trying to steal my. No. Uh, party's mm-hmm. over then. Wow. I know, right? That's a high profile thing to steal. Yeah, I know. Like no one's watching. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or listening. In the yeah. middle of it all. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. the Marley Matlin remix. This would be a really bad idea, not because of you, but because when that music goes off, yeah. you have yeah. a people lot will of angry, be angry people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so number one, don't steal from the DJ. Yeah. Um, the straight girls come to the club being white girl wasted, screaming louder than the music. If Patrick I sounds like you. that way, to be honest, though, after like about five, he sounds like a white. <laughs> five p.m., not five drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. <laughs> if I can hear you over the music, there's a problem. <laughs> because they repeat themselves. Uh, I repeat myself. You know what I mean? And then they just they want to they want to play like Britney Spears from like five years ago or I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe Umbop, but. Love yeah. Mbop. That's, still my, that's yeah. my secret. That's, I can't get enough. Okay, so uh, don't yell at the DJ. Um, I see people on their cell phones trying to make a call in the middle of the dance floor. I make sure to be constantly be turning up the music until oh. he gives up. Oh. I love it. What if it's an emergency? Go Leave. Why are you in the club? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't seem like it's my problem. <laughs> okay. Um, I... I have people come up to me with their phones being like, hey, I have this phone or a CD being like, hey, I have this on my phone. Can you play it right now? And I'm like, unfortunately not. I don't have an iPod connector right now. I'm guilty Even of that. Even though you do, don't, don't yeah, you? That yeah, you for emergency <laughs> <laughs> backup. <laughs> and the last one, I have been roofied while taking a bathroom <gasps> no. break. No. A couple times, yes. Uh, well, a I couple think, times. But this is a, cl- a clue to everyone. Never leave, leave your, your drink. Ever. No. Not I even mean, to the bathroom. No. I think it would be <laughs> no. safe in a DJ booth, but wow. I guess wow, not. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, there have been times when I like woke up the next day and I'm like, oh my God, I don't even remember Are after 12. Yeah. That's horrifying. Who's going to roofie a DJ? The music's over. <laughs> Can you <Yeah>. imagine? <laughs> <laughs> or or it'll go on forever. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a loop of Edith Piaf, like over and over and over and over. <laughs> well, it's so great. So where can people find the Hillcrest social app and, and, and download it? It's available in the Android, Apple, and Amazon markets for free. Awesome. Awesome. So speaking of our community and dating and getting drunk, um, we have to bring in our first guest, um, from Logo TV, uh, Prince Charming, they did like a, like a same-sex bachelor, and it got so much like 
good press and bad press. And I'll be honest, I'm, I'm the worst gay. I only started watching the last couple of days because we're having Sam on, and now I'm obsessed. And we have one of the most controversial guys from it. Um, and, you know, because he lives in Chicago, as luck would have it, uh, he's in San Diego right now. Oh. Whoop, whoop. Sam, are you there? Provenzano. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, you look amazing. <laughs> Do you hear all that applause? That's all for you, sweetie. Oh, thanks so much. <laughs> so you live in Chicago, but you're in San Diego. Oh, I see your wine. Is that from room service? Yeah, damn right. Yes. <laughs> um, Sam, there's so much I want to talk to you about. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about the reality show um, on top of you being an entrepreneur and, you know, now a TV personality. Um, so this show put 13 men together in a house, and it's literally like The Bachelor. Like, instead of the rose, they, like, took your tie away. Um, uh, why my. do you... <laughs> you know, and, and on paper, it's like, oh, my God, this sounds like a great idea, whatever. And when it finally hit the airwaves, it got so much hate. Sam, why do you think it got so much hate? Well, I think because The Bachelor was... Or The Prince Charming was more like, you know not charming at all so i think <laughs> that could uh, hurt it <laughs> that's the problem it. i mean okay <laughs> it was kind of upsetting i think to a lot of people because this was the first time that they were doing something like this and then the bachelor ends up being kind of you know just he ended up having this uh sex worker pass you know which is fine but um, not, I don't think when you want to be, when you want to find someone that's a husband or a boyfriend, that's not really the person I would be looking for. Well, but, but at least they know what they were doing in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Well, that yeah. joke fell flat. That's true. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> I mean, it was really crazy. But at the time, we didn't know anything about who the Prince Charming was going to be. Anything, as you saw from the show, he kind of hid himself amongst us. And, you know, it kind of this was all after the fact that when everyone found out about his past, that people got really kind of upset. But did people get upset because of that or was he already kind of stinky and that just added to it? Yeah, he was kind of stinky. I mean, he's very plastic. Um, Mm. You know, I I told this and no shade here, but. You know, None he, at all. I think that might be it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Double shades in this caboose. But you know when you take a Tylenol PM and, and, and you start feeling the effects of the Tylenol PM, you start going to sleep. With a vodka That's chaser, like, yes. Uh, with Robert. He just reminds me of a Tylenol PM. <laughs> uh, or some sort of drug that you take and you just pass out. He's just very boring, very bland. Um, you know, but well, yeah, and, and- it was uh, it, and, and also, one of one of the comments was that the the group of men that they chose were not a cross section, which I kind of agree but disagree. You know, gay men are very superficial, and that's just that's just the point. Uh, that. Only really, only gay men. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you guys just made it but, perfection. But because oh, <laughs> <laughs> I will say it's the same. I mean, it's the same. I mean, the, but the, I think a lot of people are like that. The, the yeah. cast of uh, the cast of women on The Bachelor and the cast of yeah. men on exactly. straight men on Bachelor. It's all on TV. It's yeah. all beautiful. It's all very you know tailored. Well, Sam, I have to just, just as, as like, logistics, they put you guys in, like, twin beds. Like, how low was this budget? Like, they couldn't get the king size, but they put, like, four of you in a room. They did. There was, like, four of us. It was me and Jason and Brandon and Chad, and I think that was us four in there. And then, you know, I'm, like, 6'1", so the, the beds are really short, so I could barely even get onto the bed. Um, Maybe that was to, like, counteract any shenanigans going on. 
Listen, well, this is work. all planned. Nothing, nothing was, <laughs> nothing. nothing was, these things are not, they don't happen like that. No. But They want to make you uncomfortable. They want the, yeah. the heat to rise and explosions to happen. And, and again, it's the same exact thing on The Bachelor, Bachelorette. Like they cram them into rooms and, and that's just, that's the way it is. Where do all the outfits, like do they tell you going in, you need an outfit for this and this? Because it always surprises me that there's a new outfit for every episode. And it's like, oh, today is wear a gladiator outfit. And oh, I just happened to bring my gladiator outfit do they give you like a checklist or do they supply your clothes what's the clothes that you no mentioned? not not really they give they gave us the clothes that ugly blue suit that i wore they gave me that to wear and you got to keep the damn thing i'm like what the hell am i gonna do with this turquoise <laughs> ebay all the other, okay, all the other guys got these really nice suits i mean nice for you know whatever but and then they put me in this turquoise blue and i was so upset yeah but you look uh, great in it <laughs> go on girl uh, but you get to keep, you know, you got to keep that and then you just bring your own clothes. But a lot of the clothes didn't go with TV because you have to wear certain, you know, colors. Or if you wear stripes, you can't wear stripes. So they took half my wardrobe out. Um, so I just wore my cutoffs and I really didn't care what I was wearing. <laughs> At what point did you realize that this was not something that necessarily was going to work on TV? Or did you not know for certain that people wouldn't, weren't going to like it until it was airing? You know, I think first of its kind, I think there was a lot of hate, but I think there was a lot of um, a lot of people did love it. Yeah. I mean, I think um, I, I still think it worked out fine. I think there's going to be a second season. So obviously, you know, something worked. I think um, they just need to do a better job at, with the Prince Charming. I think there's some yeah, people that are made for TV and there's some people that just don't have it. And I don't think he had it. Um, but, you know, I'm sure he was nervous giving him a little credit. He was probably nervous. It's a, a nerve wracking thing. Um, but I think you need some of the little more personality. They need to go more into the house with our relationships a little bit more. Um, because you never know what could happen. Maybe one of the, uh, suitors would like each other and they didn't really delve into that. And I also think you guys, they didn't do a good job at telling our stories. We had a lot of great, I totally agree. All coming out of the closet and what we've all been through and things like that. And that could have put a lot more substance into the show and they kind of fell short on that. But hopefully they'll get that right next season. Would you come back for season two if they said, hey, come back as a contestant next season? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I'm single right now. I'm, um, you know, dating a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, I Who love- are you dating? Let's call them right now. <laughs> uh, no. I totally <laughs> would do it. You guys don't even trust me. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, I would do it again. I, I just would like it. I, I would do things a little differently this time. I think I came out a little bit too hard. Um uh, but I love reality television. I'm a big fan. I'm not shy at all. I used to be a news anchor back in the day. So put a camera on me. I'm comfortable. Um, but this was definitely a different experience. I definitely never got comfortable in the house because I had certain people. They don't want you out. to be comfortable. Yeah. Like you said, everybody seemed on it. They don't ready want to fight. you to be comfortable. They don't. If you, they don't want you to be comfortable. Comfortable, no. isn't good comfortable yeah, doesn't no. get ratings. Yeah. And reality is not reality. They're going to ignite. And yeah. you know, it's it's. Um, a little different. So it seemed, it seemed like everybody, like there was alcohol all the time. Was was, is, was that the case? Oh, yeah. There was alcohol. They gave us food. We got whatever we wanted, they brought. So Well, we knew nobody was eating on that set. How much were you sleeping? How much, were, yeah. how much time were they giving you guys to sleep? I would go to sleep like at 2 in the morning and we'd wake up at like at 8.30. Yeah. So not a lot of sleep. It was fun. It was like vacation. Why do you want to even sleep? You know, it's like I went out there. I took off time from work had a great time, did my thing. And, um, you know, it was like a vacation. You're like, Oh, a lot of people are like, why would you do reality TV? Why not? They pay you a little bit of money. 
you go out there, you promote whatever you're promoting. You look for love. If you're looking for love, you do whatever you got to do. Check it off your bucket list. Well, you have the right attitude for it. That's the way to do it. Oh, well, okay, Marley, back it up a little bit because... uh, I'm just saying. Because Sam here, (laughs) Sam here lost his cool a little bit. Um, Sam, we're, we're going to play uh, a clip. I think that's the right mentality for reality. That's exactly <laughs> what they want. <laughs> uh, Sam was like the only one with personality. He ended up going home early by his own choice. Sam, we're going we're, we're gonna, to uh, take a look at a quick little clip here. This is right before your meltdown. Uh, so in, indulge us. Oh, no shirt. Oh, there's a drink. Oh, nice. it's a pool. <laughs> so gay. In my mind, it's about me. And Dylan called me out, and he just did it again. It doesn't matter. It did happen. Jesus Christ, where the f- are we? Like, <laughs> Sam, calm down. You <laughs> trying to protect him. My blood is boiling because I see I love Dylan the music in the background and cattletailing like, like a child. Yes, and I'm pissed off. I'm not sleeping in my bedroom tonight. No, no, you're trying to play peace. I'm trying to. Uh, I saw it. He f- called. I live me for out this stuff, again. you guys. And then I look like a. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> She's hooked. Don't f- with me. The reaction is what's even better from Robbie. Flips his tits. Flips his tits, you guys. And starts yelling that he's had it, he's done. At this point, I know that there's no way to calm down Sam. The only person that can calm down just Sam is Sam. His wine glass. So I kind of sit back and I enjoy the show. Boop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, if that's not enough to want to watch this whole thing. It is. It is. But I love the term. <laughs> Robbie coined it flip the tits. So, Sam, to our audience that might not have seen, I, I'm not going to ruin it, but go watch it. Um, it's on in demand. It's on cable. Sam, you spit on somebody right after that. Yeah, you know, I mean, he left a bad taste in my mouth and I spit it out. You know, it was kind of just... Um, a reaction. I, I wanted to beat him up. I really, I just wanted to punch him in the face. To be honest with you, I thought you were close to it. Honestly, yeah, I was close to him. Now, the nice thing to do the, is to not listen, to let it go. Um, I didn't do that. Maybe I should have. But he he was poking and poking and poking, and you have nowhere to go. You're in this house, um, and I just had it. It was he ruined my experience. But then again, I let that person ruin my experience, and um, you know. Lesson learned. Everyone learns. I, I, I have a temper sometimes. I'm drinking, you know, on the show all the time because, you know, what else am I going to do? But nobody uh, seemed that bombed, though, on the show, I have to say. If it was me and there was free alcohol all the time, I wouldn't make it past episode two. Even if there was paid oh. alcohol. <laughs> People were bombed. Trust me. I mean, they, they never showed, they, though, really. Yeah, they were bombed. I mean, it was fun. We had a great time. There was a lot of great moments. Obviously, they have to do their editing. They have to do what they have to do right. to make a story. I had some great moments. I met some great friends, including Robbie. Um, you know, I have no regrets in it. Um, I wish I just would have stayed longer. One, because they pay you per episode, which I didn't know. And then, oh, I didn't um, know that either. Oh. I'm surprised they didn't tell you that because that incentivizes yeah. a lot of people to want to stay. Because well, I think somebody else left early, too. I didn't, I didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, step one in reality TV, read your contract. Kitty will tell you. Yeah, I can I, tell you that. you got to stay <laughs> as long as possible. Yes. <laughs> I tried to stay. You know, I, I came back at the reunion. I had a good time at the reunion. Um, but Dylan and I just clashed. He came for me the the minute I got into the house, and he was awful. You know, I'll, I'll be honest. He was he was awful. I loved you were my favorite during the reunion, and also my least favorite because my favorite you really shared a lot about you know uh, bullying yourself as when you were young. You had an emotional moment, um, and like finally we got to see some of the personality which you're talking about. My least favorite moment, you were wearing a mock turtleneck. You know, I love it. I love you guys. It too. 
thing. GQ says that the mock turtleneck with the with the suit jacket, the blazer, is in. Yeah, they said and it 1979, sweetie. Come on. No, it was 2016. Oh. But you know what? I love to try different things. I don't know anything about fashion, clearly. Um, <laughs> I thought I looked good, you know? but You always look I mean, good, Sam. I'm playing with you. No, I know. Um, but yeah, I learned a lot about, I think, when you're coming out of the closet... A lot of, when I was in the closet, which you know people will laugh about because they're always like, "Oh, we always knew you were gay." That's really not the point. It's about my journey, not what you think. And people would try to, you know, get me to you know say that I was gay or whatever. But I would try to be the funny guy and make fun of myself before someone else could kind of make fun of me. So I kind of did that over and over and over again. And I was the funny guy, Sam. Funny guy, Sam. And then I realized I was kind of just making fun of myself and. You know, I'm not as confident as people like to think. So I think you have to really don't do that to yourself. You know, don't be the funny guy because you're in the closet and you want people to like you because you're going to lose your self-confidence a little bit. And, and I did. Well, I think that that's that's great ad- advice. You know, our, our audience is, is all over the place, but I know we have a large audience that's LGBT. Um, I get emails from Ohio, Pennsylvania, from South Dakota, from places you can't even imagine. Um, so I'm sure your words are, are helping somebody right now. Not that turtleneck, yeah. but your words. I yeah. wanted to more to talk about more of that on the show, and I did, and it got very emotional. It just didn't make the cut, and that's fine. Um, Sam, talk to me a little bit about your business because it's in Chicago, but it's spreading into other cities. Yeah, it's uh, Right Fit For You. It's uh, rightfitforyou.com. It's an LGBT-friendly personal trainer network. So basically, if you're in Chicago, you enter your zip code, and you can search my database of LGBT-friendly personal trainers that are allies to the community. Whew. So you can find a personal Sign trainer. Sign me up. I was wondering why you were stretching. (laughs) No, I just dropped something on the floor. It's all about about finding a personal trainer that you can just be yourself around. And all my trainers are either LGBT or they're allies to the community. I love that Uh, idea. Going to a gay bar. You go to the gay bar because, one, you're looking for a man. But, two, you feel comfortable. And you you can be yourself. And all my trainers are allies to the community or the LGBT themselves. And you can just be who you are. And when you work out and you're comfortable with your trainer, uh, the results are going to be even better and you're going to enjoy yourself. You don't want to work out with someone that doesn't understand your journey, that doesn't understand who you are. And you want to just, you know, focus on your workout and your relationship with your trainer. I love it. Thank you so much, Sam. Uh, As as an added treat for our listeners, um, you are actually joining me as guest co-host here in the studio on February 21st. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! That, that'll be fun. That's going to be a little crazy. Um, Sam, where can our listeners find you? Uh, they can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Sam Salas, S-A-M-S-E-L-E-S. Now, and then uh, Facebook, uh, Sam Finding Prince Charming. Now, why is it Salas? Was that like a previous or, uh, last name or it was well, up Monica, for auction or what? Dork. Monica Salas, the tennis player, is my favorite tennis player oh. growing up. So I chose her as my last name. Wow, not gay at all. All right. <laughs> hey, it's sports. Yes. <laughs> at least it's not an ice skater, okay? Exactly. Nancy it's Sam Garrett Boitano. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, um, you have to unfortunately play our game rapid fire. Uh, so I hope you're ready. Uh, I'm ready. You were Prince Charming last season. Who in the house would you have picked? Rodney. Really? <laughs> yeah, I thought he was so sexy. What? You listening, Rodney? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who is your celebrity crush? Ryan Reynolds. Okay. 
Um, what was the worst date you've ever had? Oh, God. Um, Try to pick one, I went sweetie. To, I met this one dude, and I, he said he had to go to the bathroom, and then he never came back. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh. Ow. I hate that. It was horrible. It was like four years ago. I was so devastated. Well, he's so sorry sad. now. He's sorry now. Maybe he got hit by a car running <laughs> somewhere. That's what happened. Just say it happened. He um, fell down well, in the toilet. Yeah, he fell down the that's sexy. Um, okay. Sam, what's okay. your number one pet peeve? Uh, chewing loudly. It oh my really God. That's my chewing sound. Yes. I can't. Yeah. I cannot. Yep. I can't. It could even be your most loved one. It could be like your 99-year-old grandma. And it, the sound just, I, I, I cannot. It's like yeah. nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. But there was a report that came out that said it's because you have a highly developed mind. I'm not kidding you. Did, did you read that? No. 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 I, I've heard that you, I heard that if you chew ice, that it means that you're, you feel sexually repressed or like oh, not fulfilled. I love ice. I chew ice all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got Sam. A whole bed here right now. Come on, Hillcrest. There we go. <laughs> Sam, it was such a pleasure talking to you. I cannot wait till you come here and guest co-host. We're going to spill some more shade. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, you guys. You guys are awesome. Nice to Bye, meet you. Sam. Nice to meet you. Bye. All right, as we get down to business, we need to thank our sponsors. Of course, uh, one of our sponsors is Test Loop. Test Loop is the only way to travel from L.A. Uh, to Vegas or Palm Springs and back and forth. It's like the fanciest Uber you've ever had. It's such a luxury experience. Really? Um, to find out, go to testloop.com. Find out more about it. It's affordable, number one. Number two, it's so great. Number three, they might play the ukulele for you while you're in your Tesla. What? I like need them to sponsor my wedding. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's still happening? Okay. <laughs> um, Plus, it's more than a year away still. Yes. Uh, one of our other... Uh, <laughs> Our sponsors, tried and true from day one, is Spunk Lube um, for all of your needs. Um, so everybody gets to go home with a bottle of Spunk Lube. Marlene, this will keep your third marriage going. Absolutely. <laughs> I, from the last time I was here, I forgot that I put it in my glove compartment. Oh, because, no. And I opened it the other day, and I was like, what is... Oh, oh. <laughs> Let me just say, Tara Reed came back for more. I'm not even kidding. She got the car. She goes, so can I take some more bottles? And I'm like, oh, honey. <laughs> oh, honey. She thought they were bottles of something else. <laughs> That's not even a joke. Anyway, <laughs> she was great on the show. Thank you, Tara. Um, so Spunk Lube, it's great. It's featured everywhere, um, and it's you can use it for so many things. <laughs> <laughs> Should I keep it in my car? If you no. ever need to shimmy, <laughs> shimmy through a window. If your car is moaning and groaning, you put a little bit on the car. <laughs> Um, our media sponsor is, of course, the Instagram account, Bears, Cubs, and Scruff. Um, they're great. They feature uh, people of all kinds. Um, and they retweet us. They share our stuff. And they're huge. They're actually from the U.K. as well. Um, but obviously, they're international in their reach. So we thank Bear, Cubs, and Scruff. Um, and then I want to formally welcome our guests uh, because we're going to talk some hot topics, and then we're going to talk about your career because you ladies are like powerhouse ladies in such different arenas, but it's all entertainment, and both of you celebrate uh, diversity in such a great way. Um, so, Kitty, um, I met you actually in a test loop. We did, yes. You were on your way to perform. Uh-huh. I was already blitzed out of my mind because we were left right after the show, actually. Mm -hmm. We were going to Palm Springs Pride. Mm -hmm. You were performing. I was staggering. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 was, it was such a delight. Number one, your accent is so intoxicating. Um, Kitty is a singer-songwriter who has appeared as a finalist on the X Factor UK, went on tour with Little Mix, released an album and single which topped number nine on the indie charts, and has performed at numerous international music festivals. And you literally have performed everywhere, from a small <laughs> club to big places. Um, her social media following is 
international with a celebrity following that includes Lady Gaga. 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 I'm getting Gaga for Gaga. You got Gaga. <laughs> yes. Gaga. Um, and Kylie Minogue. Um, and it, it's such a pleasure. In fact, we're going to share a clip a little bit later on of you and Lady Gaga sharing Aww. a very intimate moment together. Uh, so we're so, so excited to welcome Kitty. Um, joining Kitty is Marlene Forte. Um, Marlene co-stars in Fox just premiered last night, and I watched it this morning, uh, the new uh, drama series APB, as well as Netflix much talked about Altered Carbon, which is whole sci-fi. Um, these are the two top shows where the number two on the cast list are young Latina actresses, um, and you play their mother on both sides. Plus, you were mother to Jordana Brewster. Sexy! Um, Forte is one of those rare talents whose dedication continues to set a standard in Hollywood. Um, each character and role she takes on, uh, Marlene is refining a formula approving Hollywood can be wrong by continually breaking through Hollywood stereotypes when it comes to older women and carving a niche for the Latino community by tearing down the walls of ethnic minorities. I wrote this myself. No. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to give just a brief of, of your time, because you're IMDB, you can't print it out because then Greenpeace will come after you and be like, stop printing. <laughs> <laughs> Crossing Jordan, The George Lopez Show, The Mentalist, Law & Order, Bones, Daybreak, The West Wing, ER, Lost, Castle, House of Pain, 24, Community, Secret Life of the American Taylor, uh, Teenager, among many others. Of course, um, notably for Fear uh, the Walking Dead on yes. AMC. Huge show. And also the relaunch of Dallas, which oh, I'm Dallas. obsessed with. And yes. you, got to sh- you always get to share the so screen with I. sexy men. I know. Um, in addition to that, uh, the movies. And women. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, Charlene Tilton was a regular on On the Rocks before uh, she moved. We hung out. We got some drinking done. Well, <laughs> we're the same size. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah. And, but with big person, same personality yes, size, absolutely, too. absolutely. Yes. Um, you were also featured in J.J. Uh, Abrams' Star Trek reboot, which I'm the biggest Trekkie. Don't blink. <laughs> <laughs> you did the transporter. Hello. I did, I did. I, I almost killed him. I almost yes. killed him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real women have curves. Um, and then uh, you were in Marlon Wayans' comedy, uh, A Haunted House, which is very funny. Um, and then Tyler Perry, which you've worked with Tyler Perry a, a couple of times. Yeah. Um, it's such a pleasure. Kirk, we have some, hello, Kurt. Can we have some applause here? Woo! Welcome, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> He's still thinking about that second degree murder. I know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, such a pleasure to have you, ladies. We're going to talk in depth and share some clips from your career. Um, but we need to get to some hot topics. We have People mm. Magazine's Patrick Gomez here. So everybody jump in. Um, we're going to take it. Uh, we have some pictures to accompany this. First of all, Beyonce announced uh, she's with twins. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Um, Pretty belly. Okay. Um, oh, come on. This looks like Frida Kahlo and like Ed Hardy. It's, the featured, uh, it's a little Latina. It is very Latina. Uh, yes. But this is what they released? She did a whole shoot. That's not just the, uh, that's not yeah, the only one. That, she why did, is this the other one going That's viral. the one that she, that's how she announced it was that photo. And then the next, I think it was the next morning she released like a whole series of photos similar, like with like a yellow background. She's like laying down with flowers, but yeah. it's all, it's all very similar in theme and, and imagery. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she's she definitely not one. She doesn't seem to approve. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Number one, she's going to play at Coachella. She's going to be seven months pregnant when she's at Coachella. Yeah. Well, we don't wow. know how pregnant she is right now. That's the she important thing. She looks pretty thing. pregnant there. Hey, right, but the way she's standing. There, there's two There's two. There's it's two. her second pregnancy, so she probably popped earlier. She's also sitting with her like chest and belly and out. Indian style. Yeah, so there's... I'm I'm thinking she's she might actually be just past three months, which is when, normally when people announce, and then she'll only be five months five and a half months maybe at Coachella. And listen, you can, you can, my sister had twins and she works on TV and she worked till eight months. 
I think Beyonce will, uh, whatever the money dictates. Right. I mean, she'll probably give birth on stage if it paid enough. Like, that's and she's she gonna dance. She doesn't while need she's that money it. though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. How is it that these rich people keep wanting bigger, bigger money? Like Melania Trump has this whole thing with fashion, whatever. She's got money. Like, what are they gonna do with all this extra money? Make more money. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it takes money to money. make money. <laughs> Beyonce's gonna wait two years, and then her twins are gonna pop out like a single. It's gonna be called Wah Wah. <laughs> it's gonna like it's gonna premiere. Well, at Blue Ivy, yes. Blue Ivy was part of uh, was uh, on uh, one of Jay Z's tracks when she was like less than six months old. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of a lot of um, musicians will do that, mm-hmm. and they'll lay their kids down or sing. I know Perla Bataya does that a lot. I mean, a lot of I just. One I know personally, but I mean, there's there's a lot of musicians that'll do that. Why not? Yeah. I, just, I hate. I put my so daughter. Much. I put my daughter on stage. I was like, "Come on, you got to work." Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only child labor that's still legal that's in America. Right. Yeah. That's right. right, and you can get away with it. Yeah. Twelve dollars a show. <laughs> <laughs> Started with Judy Garland when she was three years old. But that image is that something that and, and Kitty as a uh-huh. pop star, uh-huh. you know, you put out a lot of provocative images. Yeah, but they're always like artsy and classic. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this image is saying. It looks like a high school prom photo. Do you know what? I, I have this thing with Beyonce. She's very like, she's very, so perfect. So I am perfect. And I, she's like the Julie Andrews of pop. And uh, <laughs> I find that really hard to believe. I, I feel that like quote. she's really perfect in every, and every image is carefully PR'd. Do you know what I really want to see? I want to see a candid image of Beyonce puking in a toilet. Or just up in the morning <laughs> with her kids. Yeah. I want to see that. It's not her, really it's the nanny. Okay. Gross image and she's like this is pregnancy because i would feel a lot more uh i could identify with her a lot more i feel like if she put something like that out rather than a picture with you know looking like a, a bride i, I just it's i will so say weird. though if you watched her documentary on hbo i was shocked how unmade up and like just literally oh. like she recorded but it like on her without that she makeup. doesn't Some need people... anything well i mean but she, you can't blame her for that part about no. it she's got a lot of good moisturizer and all that still i'm sure but like her hair not, her hair was like not done and seen like like she actually showed a lot more of herself than i expected it still wasn't necessarily throwing up in the toilet mm-hmm. but it definitely was a lot more <laughs> do you like how kitty just takes it there yeah. <laughs> well like, i want her to be human i want her to be human i will say the thing she was the thing she was saying was still very much the Julie Andrews of pop, but uh, but she definitely looked at least a little more yeah. not put together. That's, and I was really I was impressed that she was willing to show herself that way. Mm-hmm. DJ Wilsey, um, yeah. how is, is Beyonce like uh, requested a lot still? Yeah, it was yeah. actually uh, we took fi- over fifty thousand requests last year, and Beyonce was in our top five. For New us. stuff really? or old Beyonce? Like classic Beyonce. New. Well, believe it or not, like, what new Spice was like, Girls boom, boom. will still mix into the top five, too. That's so me. it's like See, formation, that's... partition. Sorry, but I won't play Sorry at the Bar. I feel like, you know, yeah. go home and listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> Alone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad song. It's just... Yeah, no, I agree. Kind of a... You know. Keep it up. All right. Um, <laughs> keep, keeping with that Grammy uh, pop image, and Kitty, you're the perfect person to comment on this. Uh-huh. Um, the Grammys... Uh, some big stars, such as Drake, Kanye, and Bieber, said that they're not going to attend the Grammys, not even perform, because they say that the award show is dated and it do- it's not relevant anymore. Well, I don't really 
care about Justin Bieber. He can sort of stay at home. It's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm kind of a little bit disappointed in Kanye because whenever he goes to an award show, he always does something crazy. And that makes me want to watch a show. So, but, you know, it's the Grammys. So uh, you can't really do MTV stuff at the Grammys. You'll get, you know, kicked out of the music industry if you do something like that. But then shouldn't that be like a nice classy time like the Academy Awards where we class it up a little mm. bit and then... Yeah, I guess so. I I just uh, I don't know. I I'm the MTV generation. I want to see fireworks on stage. It's it, that's how I am. But there are people <laughs> that 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 do stay home from like like I remember when Eminem was nominated for oh, an Academy yeah. Award. He stayed home because he was like, you know what? That's just not my jam. I just think it's rude. I mean, you're also cultivating a brand. So yeah. if if you're thinking but these people's brands are already cultivated, it's not like Drake is like, what's my brand? No, I mean, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if they feel like going to the Grammys doesn't fit into their brand, then I get that. Kanye is also somebody that can't, and, and for the same reason that Kanye is great uh, to watch, mm-hmm. that's also a good reason for him not to go. I'm sure he has oh. people telling him, like, you know what, maybe sit this one out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I also think that he's still recovering from the, the little bit of a breakdown that he had. And he, they've used that word with him. I mean, he, he had a breakdown. And I think that, mm, you know, it's not necessarily... The, the, enough time has not passed, I think. I think mm-hmm. he might need to... I mean, I personally wouldn't mind if he stayed home for a long, long time. But I think he, <laughs> he at least should stay home one more award show cycle. All right, all right. And it's funny because Lady Gaga just announced that she's going to be performing with Metallica. Yeah, Metallica. Oh, wow. But see, but to me, it's like, hmm, you want to say your show's not dated and then you play Metallica? I mean, I listen to Metallica. But the Grammys, the Grammys likes to pair um, like classic acts yes, with newer acts. Like, mm. th- that's their big, big thing. They also have, um, uh, I just read today, uh, Andre Day, uh, Demi Lovato. And Tori Kelly are going to do a tribute to the Bee Gees, which I think is a really interesting, odd trio. But they're all very talented women, so I'm excited for it. It's just the completely random and odd. <laughs> That's all Bee Gees is, means to me. Uh-huh. Is like, yeah, but you have to hit it. Yep. You have to hit oh, that high. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like this one. I like her even more than I already did. <laughs> um, so that brings to talking about Lady Gaga. Um, of course, we all have to talk about Lady Gaga's Super Bowl. Uh, performance. <laughs> I've heard so many debates, and I had my initial reaction, which when I see the re- reviews and some of the commentary, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. Everybody's first reaction, Kitty, and of course, you have a deep love for Lady Gaga. I do. Um, <laughs> what was your initial reaction to her? Well, I'm actually one of the only people, apparently, that uh, thought she really jumped off the roof. I thought, oh my goodness, she's a- she actually jumped Anyone off Anyone who says they didn't think she did is lying. I'm really upset that that didn't happen because I genuinely thought she jumped off the roof. And I was like, yes, go for it. Um, I I actually adored it. The only thing that I have to say, and I, I guess uh, I might be lynched online for this, but um, at the end, she seemed to lose uh, energy. And her performances of Bad Romance, when she does the dance moves, I noticed that it was like, oh, she's a bit tired. Um, but then she, you know, she got up on the thing and she dropped the mic and she catched the football. I... I don't know. It was very well planned. It was very, very clever. And I love that she didn't have any guests. I love that she held her own on that stage with all her hits. And it was just phenomenal. And she got all the crowd. The crowd had obviously been told, you know, what dance moves to use. I thought that was really clever. I loved it. Marlene. I was worried as a mother. I was like, oh, my God, she fell. (laughs) (laughs) the problem in me and then I realized she had the thing and I was like oh okay and then I kind of liked the way she looked like a spider coming down Julie Taymor directed I swear yeah I mean (laughs) my initial reaction the mother in me was like oh my gosh she fell and then I realized oh no it's part of the show I I think she's fabulous you know I I think she's like 
I'll probably get killed for this too, but she's like, you know, I, I my daughter and I grew up to Madonna. She's someone like Madonna who can sing. Mm. The comparisons you know, have been made all and yeah. and and that and so to me it's kind of nostalgic you know I mean uh, I was so young I dressed my daughter like Madonna at you know <laughs> she was two and so was I <laughs> you know we were dressed up together so we're you know you were like a cool mom kind of because I was too old enough to realize any I mean too young enough to realize the difference but um I, I, I you know I I love her so I, I enjoyed it it was fine I, I I loved it my after I got over the initial like she didn't jump I was like oh that's kind of cool the way she came down yeah well um, I did think she jumped and Ooh. yeah I was like wow that's really impressive I just was really impressed by the way they used technology with the drones oh. and like the choreographed lighting and the audience See. like I really noticed the production value of it and yeah. I was very impressed yeah. Um, I was just disappointed. I mean, I wasn't disappointed because I do think that she can hold a show on her own and I respect her for not having any guests. But she definitely had us thinking that Beyonce was going to come out. She tweeted the B emoji, or sorry, used an Instagram thing, put the B on there, which is obviously like known for Beyonce. And then she did Telephone, which is a great song and she I could totally she do it on her own. But it's like, don't do it. Like, don't tease that Beyonce might come and then also do a song mm. that you did with Beyonce and then not have her come because then that just makes you disappointed because you get excited like, do oh, Beyonce gonna- was supposed to do it and she turned it I, I do wonder. I do wonder if that if that, that happened. Too. That yeah. maybe it was, and then with the pregnancy and everything, she didn't. But yeah, because that also would have been a great place to announce it. And maybe maybe she was like, "Oh, let me announce my pregnancy," and and Gaga was like, "Oh no, maybe it's my show, not yours." Mm. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, like I don't know what, if that was going to happen. It didn't. But I was. I feel like she shouldn't have done telephone if she didn't want us thinking that. Beyonce was going to come out, and but then it was a retrospective of, of what she's been doing. Hundred so percent, but she has other, been... but she has a ton of other songs. Like she only did like one second of Edge of Glory, which is my favorite song, a single of hers. Mm. Um, and she could have done more of that. I mean, you know, there's other songs she could have chosen to do. I will say there was a lot of discussion on whether or not she should have been more political, or if did people miss the politics in her in she her was stuff. Political for the smart people is what I feel. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and and political. subtlety is not something that the masses necessarily ingest. But it's the Super Bowl. People are not there to be political. I will say the. One thing, the one thing that somebody did mention that I that I do think that she could have done that she didn't, especially if it's true that the that the um, NFL didn't give her any guidelines and say no, don't do this or do that. Um, people were saying that she could have had one of the like two of two members of her dancers like of the same sex kiss or something like that there's something you could have done silently that wasn't necessarily like a big moment and i do think that maybe that but i don't think she needed to like have a banner or, or like scream something well, or, she herself is, is is publicly bisexual so her performing number one agreed just her being there mm. but i i mean i do so i do think i do think maybe there was a happy medium between what she did and didn't do and and uh, you know i don't think she needed to you know chant or start a riot or anything but you know the, perhaps there was maybe one or two things she could have done but i don't think she needed I, I don't think it was a necessity i think what she did was great and and fine i agree i feel like her lives are already so political That's that it was I a think. nice like, break of just yeah. music and i mean there was that you know even just so, doing this land is my land yeah, was was I a agree. statement yeah, that right. was it the way she started was it and right. then after that, let her do her thing. Agreed, agreed. So I'm going to be crucified because I think, regardless of the political, I thought the performance was kind of boring. It was something that I would have seen her do in Vegas after her five-year residency. I didn't think it was that remarkable. Except she, she jumped jumped, off. Quote, unquote, jumped Jump. off the roof. But is that what makes a good uh I mean, it was a spectacle. Show? 
I th- I think just her being in the show. Look, didn't Prince do it? And no- he did it by himself. Like he didn't bring nobody else out when Prince was out there. So why can't be? Why can't? I'm also she one do that it? doesn't get the whole Prince thing either. I don't crucify oh. me, but I'm also I, I I I think he's a very talented person. It's just not my jam. Okay, but. Again, he, <laughs> we're, like, we're going to ignore that anyone he, said that. We're going to ignore that and just realize he didn't bring anybody else out. Nobody said, oh, Prince didn't come out with nobody else. It's fine. It's Prince. It's Gaga. She doesn't need anybody else. I think the spectacular thing of it, the fact that she jumped, the fact that she started with the, the drones. Yeah, that the song. she started. Mm-hmm. The drones. This is all the stuff that goes to APB. All this is stuff that, you know, yeah. she really uses. Media, technology, technology yes. and that's she's what on she the does. Yes. She's in the forefront of that. So, you know, just don't hate the players. All right. So <laughs> a- ending our pop culture moment, uh, we always do a moment of shade. And this is brought to us by our final sponsor, Panache Optical Gallery. Does all of the custom sunglasses and glasses for all the stars, young, old, from like the Hollywood legends to whatever. Um, they have given me an on-the-rocks pair that are amazing custom. Are you the young go, or the I old? I need to go over there. I need to. I have classes you, all the time. Ooh. Yeah. What? So their showroom was in Palm Springs. It's a showroom that's like Cirque du Soleil. Like the curtains open. It's really? unbelievable. Wow. So our moment of shade is brought to you by Panache Optical Gallery. Look them up. You can order online um, or stop by. So our moment of shade is actually a Beyonce meme. <laughs> it oh, no. says, um, I can't even read it at this point. Um, Kurt, Beyonce is pregnant with twins, but we all know it's not the first time she's, she's carried two people and there's a picture of her as destiny's child <laughs> <That's awkward. laughs> i felt like a Shit. first grader trying to read squinting we have a question from the chat room mama rose are you there i'm here how many vodkas have you had it looks like a I few yeah <laughs> <laughs> like mother like son <laughs> what's the question hi patrick hi mama um, Hurry up, sweetie. Oh, the question is actually for Patrick. <laughs> oh. It's from Scott Perlitton. He would like to know, Patrick, do you get to pick the stories that you cover or are you assigned? Oh, um, thank you for the question, Scott. Uh, it is a little bit of both. Um, if I'm really passionate about something, I can, we have weekly pitch meetings and I can go in and say, you know what, there's a TV show I really like or an actor or actress that or I'm... the hottest new radio show. Exactly, there you go. <laughs> um, or the hottest, the hottest mom... Uh, son duo on the radio. Don't get her started. (laughs) Um, So I do do get to go in and if they like your pitch then you get to do it which I love that that's been the case. I've been there six years and I've I've, you know moved up the ladder in those six years but even when I first started you know they really are great about if you pitch something and and they want it that they let you do it and so that's fantastic and then there's other times that they they, you know say okay we need you to you know fly to Chicago and interview so and so at their house and get on a plane in two days and I'll do that as well and I like I like doing both because there's things that I, there's people that I never would have volunteered to interview. Yeah. yeah, that you never would have volunteered to interview, and you get to learn and just become, I think, a more educated person by branching out that way. So it's both. It's both, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Um, I want to play a little footage, Kitty. You know, <laughs> you're talking about reality TV. You had uh-huh. to mix. Thank you, Mama Rose. Um, you had to mix reality TV in yeah. a different way with your music. I did, which to me is, is even more naked than being like in a dating show. Mm-hmm. I pretty much bared my soul in front of 12 million people. (laughs) I want to tell our listeners, look up YouTube X Factor Kitty because they literally see your progression from your first. You brought out the water bottle. Your outfit was a little flashy, but it wasn't really who you've become. Mm -hmm. It was you at such a vulnerable. And then like they asked you, well, who's here with you? And you're like, by myself. Yeah, they wanted to get... 
all our friends and relatives there at five in the morning. I'm like, I don't know anyone that will get up at five in the morning for me. I mean, I'll be going to bed at five in the morning. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know anybody. And I was actually really scared. I thought, well, I can't tell anyone that I'm doing the show because what if they say no? Then it would be really bad. So I thought, well, okay, just go on and just be really boring. And then if they cut me from the show, at least they probably won't show me. So uh, that was my intention, but it didn't work out like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, like, you're just too talented. <laughs> I don't know. See the clip is pretty bad. But you know how how like life plays like interesting circles. Your audition was an acapella of mm-hmm. Edge of Glory. Yeah. Um, like I, I said, my favorite one of her singles. It, it's it's a great song. Um, I I want to play this clip. Uh, it was your it was your it, your it was your goodbye. Uh-huh. Being a contestant, what oh. a way to go uh, say goodbye. Way to make her cry. I get teary eyed yeah. when I see this, but you'll see why. Yeah, it, that's yeah. that's my single. Yeah, it's the other one. <laughs> We're actually going to end the show. Uh, uh, seeing your single video, the X Factor clip. I, I do have a question. X Factor. Yeah, up Kurt. Down, <laughs> down, down. It says Alexander's Kurt. playing Tetris with Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I see it. Do you see what jury duty does? Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, don't so cry. You really got her emotional. But your look. You know, kept messaging me on Twitter and everything. It's just watch really it. amazing that everyone kind of got behind me. Um, I know that this isn't the end. And um, oh, So emotional. Oh. Oh, it's, it's. What year was this? 2011. And you're going to be on the X Factor tour. That's yeah. a positive, right? It's going to be great. You audiences loved you so much. Yeah, that was that was really hard for me. And in front of the whole nation. And then, uh, and they're kind of like the hosts are. They're kind of like okay, moving on. And then look who comes in, <laughs> Lady Gaga. She like almost tackled she you. Did. And look, Lady Gaga's crying. I'm surprised you didn't fall over. She's a really nice hugger. She's like, what would you like Do you know what I love about this moment? She's not using it for her own PR. Like, she even moves her head to hug you on the other side so that the camera and microphone is not in her face. Because her moment was about you at that time. Oh, God, nice. Oh. Look at you guys. Yes. yes. Oh, yay! <laughs> I love her. <laughs> so you know, uh, perf- oh. <laughs> performing live is 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 so terrifying. I can't even imagine performing live to all these cameras. Mm-hmm. And you know what I hate about these singing competitions uh-huh. is that people root for you in the first three seconds, great, and then they're judging you for the rest of your performance. Mm-hmm. And from what I've heard from like uh, American Idol and contestants we've had from American shows. They kind of tell you, uh, what's your five songs that you can do? And we're going to give you the track and we're going to try to remake you mm-hmm. and everything. How true was that for the UK? <laughs> well, it wasn't really true for me because um, when I had my first audition, um, I found that there was quite a lot of animosity towards me. And then I did this uh, thing at boot camp with this awesome light up costume that cost me like $5,000 or something. Um, and that was all me. Everything. No no producer told me what to do. In fact, I, I was going to ask you who made your image. It's you. Yeah, me. It was all me. And I fought hard to wear that outfit, to sit on the piano, to perform that song. They were like, oh, you should do something else. No, this might be a nicer song. I was like, I am doing this. 
And uh, from that moment, uh, it was quite difficult because uh, there was a whole story behind it. But when I got to the live shows, I felt like there was a lot of people who didn't really understand who I was. And they thought that I was trying to mimic someone or they were trying to mimic Lady Gaga or something like that. And I really wasn't anything about that. I was just trying to be me. I'm sort of more of a rock singer. And they were trying to push me. They wanted me to do a mashup of Born This Way and Express Yourself for the first show. And I was like, no, it's Ooh, not that me. That actually sounds like a great idea, though. Uh, I'm going to write that me. down for my next show. <laughs> I'm, for her. I'm not a pop yeah. singer. I am I, I like my inspiration is Adam Lambert and Janis Joplin and all these people. And they, oh, but you know, this isn't going to work. I fought for every song. I wanted to do Marilyn Manson covered in blood on the stage. Oh, wow. But they, they wouldn't let me. They, they were, It's all family friendly. It's very nicey-nicey. So I was fighting hard for everything that I did on that show. But I, I am not uh, the typical X Factor contestant. Most of them were just like, oh, thank you. I'm so humble. Right. Thank you so much. Yes, no problem. A little old me. That was, now, was there yeah. any was there any recommendation <laughs> that they did take that you appreciated? Or was it all just... Was it all pushing back? Um, well, Louis Walsh, who was my mentor, he's, uh, I don't know if anyone knows him in the US, but he's a really, really famous music manager. Yes. He told me. And he me, said some amazing things about you, by the way. He is a really nice guy. He's really, really genuine. Sometimes he comes across on the show like a bit of a joker, but he's actually so, so knowledgeable. And we still t- stay in touch. He's, he's a really great guy. And he told me to wear pants. He said, you've got to wear trousers. The audience won't vote for you if you're not wearing any pants. So I was like, okay, I'll wear trousers. What was the alternative? <laughs> what were you wearing otherwise? I'm just like really tiny latex underwear. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> me too, sweetie. So best <laughs> advice is wear pants. It's wear me pants. to wear pants too. <laughs> you can have the latex underneath. Yeah. <laughs> or even over. Is that what you have, Marlene, during some of your shows? <laughs> you play a mom on TV, but you're like, oh, like any other mom. Kitty, why the move to L.A.? That's a huge jump. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I did the whole cliche where I moved here with like $200 in my wallet. Um, I had been trying to get my U.S. visa since I was 21 years old. And one of the reasons I did X Factor was I figured that I'd get enough TV credits for, to, work visa. for my work visa. Yeah. I never, ever thought I would make it that far. I thought I'd make it to boot camp and I'd, you know, get a bit of press or something. And then I'd be like, oh, look, USCIS, look how famous I am. <laughs> uh, so that was amazing. And then, of course, uh, I spent three years uh, just, you know, uh, getting as many gigs as I could. Um, I toured a lot overseas. I felt like LA would embrace me more as a music artist. There's a tendency in the UK to push music artists towards a celebrity. So it's more in terms of like, oh, who are you dating? Or, you know, what topless picture are you going to put out this week? There's a massive tabloid culture in the UK. Imagine the National Enquirer being the most read newspaper in the country. That's kind of how and, I feel now. And <laughs> everyone know, right? believes it. We might and be going that way. Now. Everybody <laughs> believes it. That's the UK. And I just, I couldn't take it anymore. It is a very, it's, it's, it just got become, it just became very dull. So I thought, okay, I'm going to get on a plane. I'm just going to take the bandaid off and I'm just going to go and you, you release my life from the UK. And actually it kind of worked out. You know, I'm here and I've been, you know, touring and I've been doing shows and I finally feel like I'm home. So. Well, you just knocked it out of the park at Hotel Cafe. In fact, you can look Ooh. online. There's audience uh, videos. Sorry, Patrick. Her audience videos are like, like you do a full show. Uh-huh, I do. <laughs> Um, and you're appearing at the Abbey actually am, on Friday. Yay, you guys, I'm, we should all go. Yeah. It's, it's Thursday night. It's Thursday, Thursday. Thursday yes. night. 
And uh, so I'm what time? Do, uh, Alexander doesn't know what day it is. About eleven o'clock. I'm going to do something spectacular. Ooh. Yeah, I haven't figured out what yet, but this def- <laughs> definitely will be spectacular because I never, I never get on stage without uh, some meaning towards it or some kind of thing that I want to say. That's so, so cool. Well, you've talked about blood. You've talked about <laughs> fire. You've talked. So it's going to be some light. There's one, there's one performance on the X Factor that I'm super proud of. It's my Sweet Dreams performance, and the idea behind it was there was a whole media circus around me it was nuts and I wanted to become the ringleader of my own media circus and I wanted to have people throwing knives at me because I wanted to th- them to become the press so the press are throwing knives at me it was very met- metaphorical oh, I love it um, I, I yeah I had this whole idea planned out and it kind of just I don't know it turned into an S&M circus which is fine um, <laughs> that's a whole other audience <laughs> <laughs> okay. but, that's a different um, X Factor <laughs> every show that I do I put in so much thought I do my own remixes I do my video backdrops I do my Costumes, I do my everything. I'm so in control of everything. Too in control. Very, very control freak about everything. I um, do. Kitty, you've had this huge social media following from your mm-hmm. uh, your performance, and it hasn't dropped off. It's gotten mm-hmm. like emphatic. What would you say to your social media followers that you necessarily wouldn't post on social media because mm-hmm. it wouldn't get enough likes or it wouldn't get something? Just like a very true message to your followers. Um, that it's taken a long time for me to be happy. Mm. And now I'm really happy because I feel uh, feel like I can finally let go and just be myself. I love this. I'll be honest. I was scared to interview you because if you look at your pictures, oh. Google <laughs> Kitty Brogno, it's like, whoa, everybody. <laughs> it's like Marilyn Manson on top. Of, like it's, it's aggressive and it's visceral and mm-hmm. it's like, rah. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. But you're just this sweet, gentle uh, person fighting <laughs> for, you know. It's uh, armor. Yeah. It is a little bit. Uh, my one of my producers said I was like Katy Perry with a weapon. That's what he said. Or talent, I was. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Hey, she has written a lot of great songs. Yeah, but don't dump on Katy. Do you know sometimes when they just provide <laughs> I said a written. word? I said they written. Say written by <laughs> Dolly Parton writes music. Oh, oh. <laughs> but but what I love um, in terms of being a strong woman and Marlene. What I want to talk to you about, you know, you've been in so many different projects. You've done the Tyler Perry. You've you've played the Mexican maid. But then you play these strong women that have this force behind you. Um, what I love, though, is that you owned a video store for, like, what, six years? Yeah, I am. I am uh, the, what? who's the guy who, the, the guy who owned the video store that did all the, that guy's I don't like him but anyway yes I owned a video <laughs> store there's no video stores anymore no okay. I used to and I got rid of you know when I sold my video store I still had VHS and it was like about five years and it was funny I, I just told I just I so do I so do I I have but, beta believe it or yeah, not but I, I you know I sold 1100 VHS's about five years before we went to CD and let me tell you I would love to say that I saw that come in and I'm so bright no Blockbuster moved up, you know, um, I owned the video store around the corner from my house because I was a single mom and my mom and dad were around, so it was easy for me, and and I was trying to be an actor, so I thought if I owned my own business, I could act. Yeah, that's fine. Because <laughs> there's no time commitment there. <laughs> there's no time commitment to your own business, so yeah. So, But it was my film education. I was like Quentin Tarantino. You know, I was the Latina Quentin Tarantino, right? I love it. And I do love that because we were talking, even uh, when Tippi Hedren was on last week, we were talking about, 
you know, my whole classic film appreciation was from walking into a video store and seeing, well, what are these movies? That's a fun title. Yeah. Or Betty Davis, I've heard of her. Let me see what this movie's about. <sighs> AbFab, if it wasn't for video stores, I wouldn't know what Absolutely Fabulous was. I have such distinct memories of, of uh, the... Not posters, even, but like the the covers of the VHSs, yes. because I did yep. every, it would be that was me and mom. My mom was a single mom; she loved movies. We would go every two or three days, depending on how long the sorry, but blockbuster rental was. No, I and, know, I and know. every time <laughs> that's why was, I sold it. <laughs> yeah, every time it was like going to a museum. We would walk the entire store. I would see every so even all these movies that even if I never saw them, like I remember the poster. Like I I've never seen, but I'm a cheerleader, or or you have to. I know, but I remember that the po- the, you remember the, the cover, the cover of it. it's so a whole distinctly. Way of but it was a different way to ex- experience it. And yeah. even like I was a local p- person, so I and I had two thousand members that lived walking distance to my video store. So I knew two thousand. Was this here in L.A.? No, this was back still in Jersey. Oh, okay. And and you're and a Jersey girl. I'm a Jersey girl. I was born in Cuba, but raised in Jersey. So don't mess with me. That makes me just crazy and tough. Um, um, my, my ex was Cuban. <laughs> you see, um, so yeah, so never went, again. You get to know people went by the there, and I had a ex store in the back. Like I had a little, you know. Oh, oh, oh. oh. I thought you had an ex in the back, oh. and I was I like, oh, okay. she's in the back. <laughs> she is Cuban. So, They'll keep you locked but, you know, up. Somewhere. But you know what? You get That's to know one people. And <laughs> you really get to know people by what they rent. And uh, and uh, I, I had a couple of friends of mine that used to, I had a couple of people that worked for me and they used to say that they were going to hang a Charlie Brown thing over me, like, you know, psychiatry five cents. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what happens. And Netflix doesn't offer that. I'm sorry. Um, but And neither does streaming anything. But you're doing just fine. I'm fine. Well, and speaking of Netflix, you're on uh, Altered Carbon, which is a little sci-fi APB, which is the new show on Fox. Um, and you know, you said something earlier. It's I'm actually recurring on four shows right now with oh, a number oh, two. Oh, hello. Yes. Wow. I Drop just the booked, mic, girl. Drop hello, the mic. I'm out. Uh, I just booked uh, America. I'm playing America Ferrer's um, mom. Um, we on, have some pictures. Actually, oh my god! And yeah, her yeah, dad. Yeah. Her dad is the dad the Tony from Ugly Plan. Bad? Tony yes. Plan and I are. I'm in sh- four shows, and Tony yeah. Plan and I play in two of them. The parents. We're At, like the little pocket rocket. You know, Latino. I love it. Mom and dad. I also love America. She's amazing. I worked with her on Real Women. So she is a, a, a powerhouse and she, you know, you know, she's going to be president, I think. I hope. I'd I vote hope. for her at this point. I know we would. I'd vote we? for her no, anybody. No, I'm telling you, she's very bright. She's very bright. But let's talk about you being a powerhouse. What I love about your roles is that they're... Um, they're usually Latin based, but yes. they're all over from mainstream, like the reboot of Dallas. I mean, sharing a scene with J.R. Ewing. I mean, come I on. Um, and 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 that was uh, one of the highlights. Uh, working with Larry Hagman was amazing, and Patrick Duffy. I mean, these are people that we watched in the original yeah, Dallas, of right? Course. So, and I remember when oh, and I, Eddie Cipri- dressed oh, as Madonna. Man. Yes, I know. <laughs> and the men on Dallas. Everybody, <sighs> Jesse Metcalf. I think hello. We need a moment of silence <sighs> just yeah, yeah, for that. Um, they were all very, very hot. Um, and I remember doing my first scene with Jesse. It was the first scene I ever did on Dallas was with Jesse. And I'm a good actor, you know. I, I consider myself pretty method. I don't get taken out. Well, and start- I'm doing the scene, and I'm thinking. God damn you! <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, Bonnie, he- my turn. <laughs> but your character could think he was hot. No, he was, he was in love with my daughter. That's it's like, oh, you know, it, it's Dallas. Keep it, keep it in the family. It's Dallas. You very well could have had so, something yeah, with no, him. We could have. We could have. He's um, a lovely man. But you actually studied at the Lee Strasberg Institute, and, and in you New shut York. out. 
And uh, Sam Rockwell you shadowed, also Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, I started my acting career at Labyrinth Theatre Company, and Labyrinth Theatre Company originally was the lab, the actors, uh, Latinos actors base, and it was started by John Ortiz and Gary Perez and Seymour uh, Phil came a little later, but Sammy was there from the start. He was our token I white guy. Uh, yeah. And uh, that was my acting career. I, I'm an English lit major. I, you know, my I'm the oldest of a of an immigrant family. I was not going to go to school out and be an actor. That wasn't an option. So English lit was like my way around it. What was your <laughs> What was your first audition? Uh, my very first. You uh, legit or commercially? Because I did a lot of commercials. That's how I got money into the union. Okay, uh, Spanish. My what, Spanish. Okay, how about this? What was your first big like network audition? You were like, "Wow, this is for real." Oh, um, I did, and I booked it. It was uh, judging Amy, and they flew me. Amy Brennan. I, I know she was so nice. She's actually going to be on stage soon. Check her out. Ooh, she yeah. at, at LATC. Yeah, she's coming soon. Um, um, but anyway, she was fantastic, and they flew me out. It was one day, and I was, you know, it was judging Amy. I was sitting. I was like a, a, a witness, and um, she, you know, she was being the lawyer for me and I just remember thinking oh my god I've made it I'm in Paramount in my little tiny you know cubby hole that if they put me in now I'd be like hello <laughs> what is that I'm on I've come a long way dead. yeah but uh but I remember feeling very very grateful and you know I started early I was a single mom I you know I just did everything that I was supposed to do to be a good Latin mom, you know daughter and all that and then I was pushing 30 and I thought yeah, I don't know if there's a heaven, so I'm going to do whatever I could on this on this planet right now. So I follow my joy and and um, I love that. Yeah, but that's, that's the same spirit, like Kitty, like picking up and like, oh, let's move to a different nation. Yeah. with you know, <laughs> yeah, it, it takes that. It takes that drive and that kind of kookiness and that and, courage, um, and, yeah. and ignorance. I was really too ignorant to realize that at 28 you don't start an acting career. I was like, why not? Uh, but why not? <laughs> you, you made it work. And every, I also tell people, young actors, nothing is wasted in your life. Mm -hmm. So even those six years at the video store and meeting all people from in seven years of waiting tables, I mean, all of it is uh, my U-Haul of I love this. acting thing, you know? So I call upon all that. Nothing was wasted. And you work my in industries. My three husbands, nothing. <laughs> you work in <laughs> industries where every experience, be it professional or personal, can fuel your creativeness. Uh, yeah. That's what I do for a living. I recreate life. So I go out and live it and meet people and, and, and nothing is a waste. That's what people are always it's like, oh my God, on, I'm doing everything. this. But everything, everything around you. And that's a lesson to everyone out there that's not in the entertainment industry, too. Don't Use tell my it. mom that. Yeah. She wants to do her own, yeah. like, touring one-man one -man show. I would uh, She looks like she's ready to do that, She too. perked up. She probably <laughs> has been doing it. <laughs> Marlene, um, when you get a script and it's, it's like, oh, it's another Latina part, you know... Uh, what do you say no to at this point, and what are you looking for? What what should Hollywood be doing differently with their scripts? Uh, Hollywood's going to do what Hollywood does. It's what we're doing. What are we doing? We need to produce and write, and I always say this, and it'll get me in trouble, because every time I say it, they're like, we have Robert Rodriguez, but we don't have our own Oprah and our own Tyler Perry. And when I say that, I mean international. You don't have to be black to know who Oprah is. 
You don't have to be Latino to know, you know, but Robert Rodriguez is a fabulous, I'm not taking any way away, right. nothing away from him, but we don't have that type of crossover recognition. Yeah, yet. then let's we push Robert don't. Rodriguez higher so then. So we need to yeah, do that, fine. push yeah. Robert Rodriguez. We have to produce, we have to get our own station, we have to do our own content. And it has changed, you know, nobody asks, when I was still married to Giselle's dad, which was Rodriguez, and Rodriguez wasn't cool, but now we have Gina Rodriguez. And I love have, Gina oh, Rodriguez. But we do, now we Can have Can you just do with, an article about, I, she's amazing. She, uh, she retweeted our, my performance. She's amazing. She's cha- she's part of this new generation that's changing that. These surnames don't p- offend anyone anymore. Yeah. We have Justina Machado, which was another one of my... Uh, I love her. Know, we have all these also young... Jane do you have her now. cell phone number? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You really want to get me in trouble, don't you? Text her. <laughs> ha- have her come on the show. It's, it's... We, we should have her here. We can talk afterwards. Okay. <laughs> I love her. I yeah. love her so much. She was so great in Six yeah. Feet Under. Um, Amazing. Marlene, we have a little acting reel. Uh-oh. I wish you would walk us through oh some, of, some of the experiences. I love doing this to actors because okay. it's so fun. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, my God. This is like on YouTube or something. Oh, with the... Oh. Li- Carl! That was, that was oh. my... That was... Larry Hagman. wants to see you. Larry Hagman. What an amazing actor. And a gone. nice man. Very nice. Completely the opposite of Jr. Yes, of course. Completely the opposite. And his mom was Mary Martin. Nice. Yeah. Baby boy cleaned up for you. Huh? This, this was a Marlon blast. Wayne. Rosa. Yeah, he's crazy, and I loved working with him. Was this improv or was it scripted? Uh, some improv, some scripted. Um, w- working with the Waynes, there's a lot of improv going on. Marlon Waynes is actually a great. A lot of this was improv. <laughs> it's crazy. He's crazy. He's crazy. They're absolutely insane. You can never be too crazy and too big and too raunchy you, with with a way. Did you enjoy the improv or does that terrify you or both? It, it, both <laughs> at the same time. No one wants to be friends with um, Sierra is a lovely sure girl. I'm playing her grandmother now on the Fosters. So I am on the Fosters too. You're too young too. to play grandma. Mm-hmm. It's all an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> but you literally have been on every network. Is that is that boggling to you? Yes. yes. And and kind of giddy I get when yeah. I look at it because, you know, I'm a Jersey kid from... You have a tendency it's to impressive. Do you watch everything that you do or do you not like Painfully, yes. And, and, it's, and it's... I watch and it's terrible and then my mother calls me and says, you know, you're getting a little heavy. Maybe a little Botox. And I'm like, oh my God, mother. Yeah, I know. Kitty, do you like watching yourself? Um, uh, sometimes. It depends. No it depends, right? Yeah, it depends if I know that it's a really good show. If I hate the show, I would be like, no, I don't want to see that. I know it was terrible. Um, but if it, if, yeah, it depends. This one cracks me up. And Don Johnson. Remember when Don Johnson was... Let me tell you, he had a great sense of humor about himself so, in this because they God, did the pot brother. belly. And, yeah. you know, he tends to He's have not what? great, um, <laughs> you know, rep, but... He had a good Look sense. Look at you, girl. Ten years in the school he system. Had a good no sense one ever say himself. boo about my kid. All of a sudden, there's disabilities. I was going to say the same to you. This was a big... I had a crush on, you know, on him, I must say. You know, I mean, it is... Come on. I love community. But I heard he was really difficult on that side. Not with me. Not with me. He was nothing but amazing. Look at this. you're doing out there. That's Delimar. Say that. I love Judy and I play sisters in this, and Judy and I are very good friends, so it was easy to do this. No right. Basically, let the killer in. Let the killer. The variety of your acting, though, is. Alberto was weak. He got what he deserved. That's perverted. I play perverted mommy in this one. That's my son. I'm a little in love with him. What's his phone number? Right. That's for a souk, Papa. You know. Why don't you try talking to one? Be my daddy here. 
Oh, there we go. Star Trek, I can't even. Oh, he's not joking. He loves Star Trek. No, I have the uniforms, everything. No, I have. I, I have my own. You know, they make your own. They made this thing for yourself, for you. Do you still have it? No, they have it. It's but it's hanging in Paramount with my name on it. Ooh, that's kind of cool. That's yeah, really that's cool. Really cool. I have like five fittings, even the underwear. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's like made. JJ Abrams does not miss no. a detail. No, he don't. He don't mess around. I appreciate everything you're doing for the community and what you bring to your roles. It's everything. You could do comedy. You could just. It's amazing. Thank you. You want to be my publicist? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I charge for you. <laughs> he ladies. isn't in it, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, you ladies are not going to escape rapid fire. I know. I figured Ooh. it was coming. Kitty. Uh-huh. U.S. or U.K.? U.S. Hmm. If you had to re-audition, mm-hmm. what would your song be? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Euphoria by Loren. And if you don't know that song, you need to hear it. It's amazing. Okay. I could just listen to you talk all day, by the way. I know, right? <laughs> like any British accent. Is it's like, <laughs> love it. Um <laughs> What is the guilty pleasure song on your playlist that you'd be mortified if somebody heard it? Oh my gosh! Uh, um, oh, um, there's a there's a song by. Uh, it's not really a mortified, but um, it's a song from the Jerry Springer opera. <gasps> That's D- a you, great you, musical. You know book. what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. gosh, I uh, dance the dance uh, yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, <laughs> I just wanna fucking dance. <laughs> yes, and I sing that really loud in the car. And sometimes I wind down the windows. I'm going through Beverly Hills because I want all the posh people to hear it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'll tell you. One time I was in uh, uh, the Grove and it was uh, the the parking, and I thought the windows were up, and I was singing to Vita, <laughs> and then everybody was looking. I'm like. God, I must be really loud. My windows were down. I didn't. I didn't even. <laughs> Did they applaud? No. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Kitty. If you could record a duet with any singer, living or dead, who would it be? Um, probably Lady Gaga. But maybe I don't know. She'll do it. She was all over you. Oh yeah. Well, you know, what? I'm, I actually really love Adam Lambert. I think that he's absolutely amazing. And I'm sad that cliche, he went from but... here and now he's just. I mean, he's singing for Queen. I mean, he's still relevant, but like mm. he's he doing exactly what that. he wants to be doing though right now. Yeah. Touring with Queen, like like that's mm. like I'm and sure he he'll come back carbs. and do his own stuff. But he that is his dream, and I'm so happy for him that he's doing it. It's amazing. Last question: uh, What's one fashion look that you did that you look back and you're like, why did I do that? Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so I did this uh, concert where I. It was just after it came off X Factor. So I called my costume designer. I said, what do you have in your closet that I can just grab and look good in? So he pulled out this red catsuit, which had Swarovski crystals all over it. It looked incredible. It was made for some advert. And he's like, yeah, yeah, wear this. You know, this will look great on. It's like, yeah. And I tried it on in the mirror and it it looked phenomenal. I was yes, I can do this. I can pull it off. I'm so stressed that I'm really skinny. And I wore it on the show. And then all the photographs, I had a full front page in like heat magazine which is kind of the people magazine of the uk and a full page and it was literally my crotch and they had like snippet my crotch and for whatever reason this outfit it had like a darker piece over my crotch it basically looked like i'd had my period on stage so (laughs) that's my one regret because that outfit looked phenomenal but my god did it look terrible in pictures (laughs) that's terrible and the fact that they focus on that we actually have another question from the chat room okay Actually, a couple of comments. Uh, Will, your young sister, is it Allie? Yes. Wants you to know she's very proud of you. Oh, thank you. And 
Keith Farron wants to know, Kitty, where you are performing next. Oh, uh, yes. I'm performing at the Abbey in... Uh, West Hollywood Yes. on Thursday oh. this Thursday the uh, I'm going to look at my calendar so I don't get the date wrong it is the 9th the 9th of February 2017 and Keith I know that you're far 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 away but please get on a plane and come watch me uh, the Abbey is the best place to perform by the way for sure phew. I'm excited <laughs> thank have- you Mama Rose yeah. Mama Rose do you, do you have any questions uh, no not at this time I'm, I'm cool all right. You are cool. Happy Valentine's Day, Mom. I look hey. forward to meeting my new daddy. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Marlene, rapid fire. Okay, here we go. Hit me. If you could go back and play the lead in any classic film, which one would it be? Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Yes. Have you guys seen the previews for Feud? Oh, my God. <laughs> A bunch of my friends are getting together, and we're watching the movie on Wednesday. Oh, because oh, I wasn't invited. I said oh. my friends. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. No, we're getting together and watching it on Wednesday because we're super excited for Feud. Oh, I love them. I'm Both really not invited. No, you're totally invited. I'm just joking. Now. I'm obsessed <laughs> with everything, Baby Jane. Okay. Oh, me too. That would be great. A Latina version? Come oh. on. Could you imagine? No. Let's do it. Who Who would be your co-star? Somebody producing out there. Catherine Zeta Jones because she's half crazy anyway. I'll do it with her. Well, she's in Feud. Is oh, she really? that's right. Oh. She plays Olivia de Havilland, which mm-hmm. is the weirdest cast. She opens ever. the whole show. Oh, wow. She, that's like, has fun. the first line. Okay. Have you seen any? Cause I've only see seen, everything. like, snip. I haven't seen the whole thing, I've, oh. but I've seen snippets. Marlene, what is one of the most overrated movies you're like, really? That's oh. touted as something? If I say it, they're going to kill me, but I hated Birdman. That took a little. I had to watch I, it. I, first two of all, don't like to... movies about actors or about my life. It's like we are not solving cancer or doing anything that important. I love that you say that. And I just, I hated that movie. The only real per- time, the only real moment in that, and I have friends in it, I'm sorry if you're listening, but the only real moment for me in that movie was when he gets stuck outside <laughs> that he could, yes. that yes. shit would happen to me. That would happen to me. That was the only true movie moment in that movie that I went, oh! Yep. I didn't buy any of the rest of it. I hated that movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> Who is your celebrity crush? Oh, oh, just one? Mm-hmm. Um, your husband male or female? Oh. 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 How about, how about oh. both? Just took a <laughs> turn. <laughs> You're going to get some sexy lesbian zombies on here. God. Um, you know, we, we always talk about we, we get a pass. I, I just, I can't decide on one there's just too many beautiful people out there um, if you only had 10 minutes stream, stream of consciousness 10 minutes yeah. um god nobody's coming in to my, my husband my husband would love to hear this baby you're the only one i want to go to bed with. yeah Aww. honestly though when i look at your instagram <laughs> i just want to vomit it's so beautiful <laughs> Uh, your dressing room must-haves and i don't mean like perfume and makeup or whatever like your personal must-haves a bathroom I'm always <laughs> peeing in my pants. And anyone who knows me knows Every this about me. Should, like, dressing room should have a bathroom. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, personal. Like, is it a picture of your family? Is it oh, a rosary? Uh, is it holy water? Because no, you're Latina. No, 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 okay. no, no. no, no. Uh, I would like a coffee maker in there. And, and um, 
I, 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 my computer. Is that crazy? I sit there and work That's on my so computer. That's so easy. I know. Yeah. I'm not, not like I don't need just anything. Green M&M. Mine would no. be like no. <laughs> Mine no. would be like the oil painting of my grandma. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no. I some nice. Uh, I can make a nice cup of coffee that I don't have to go and, and, and crafty to do it. And have you and ever been tempted to put something crazy on your rider just to see if they'll do it? Yeah. Just to what on my rider? Mm-hmm. No, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> They're like we liked her for the part, but we liked her, but she wants she wants lilies she in her room. No. no, purple lilies. You know, no, I don't. I, I just can't. I, I think it's so unnecessary to be like that. So, why Wi-Fi? So I want Wi-Fi, and you know what? I don't get it all the time. I would like Wi-Fi. They don't all... want you doing some behind-the-scenes stuff too. Whatever. That's what I want. All right. <laughs> that's what I want. Cash me off that. How about that? Um, the final question. You were starting to play moms? Yeah. Um, who would play your mom? Uh, I was going to say Betty Davis, but she's not alive. Rita um, Moreno. Oh, Rita gonna, Moreno. That, Rita Moreno would be the person. And, and you know, I, I, of course, Lupe. Or Cheetah Lupe, 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 Or Cheetah. Uh, Lupe Antavero popped into my head. Rest in peace. Uh, oh, she's gone. Um, but right now, uh, Rita. I, I could do Rita. I love it. You guys, another episode, and this one was just so full of like diversity. It's diversity, diversity. <laughs> diversity is the day. Is the is the word of the day? Mm-hmm. I feel like we need it. Yeah, yes. more and more every day. Yep. I'm thankful to our viewers. Uh, tune in. We have some. Uh, we have some surprises coming up. Kurt, thanks for coming back from jury duty. Oh, thanks. And for dressing up finally. Yeah. <laughs> Kitty, once again, where can our listeners find you? Uh, well, uh, they can find me on Instagram, so at Kitty Brooknell. And my surname is spelt uh, B-R-U-C-K-N-E-L-L, in case that doesn't get spelt right. And uh, I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and my new website will be coming shortly. But you can find my music on Spotify, on YouTube. Uh, just go find me. Google me. Don't get scared. And, the Abbey. <laughs> and show up at the Abbey. Yeah. Yes, show up yes. at the Abbey. You got a new publicist. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Marlene. Um, at Marlene Forte. Marlene Forte, everything. I own the name. Yes. MarleneForte.com. At Marlene Forte. I'm at Instagram. Uh, I am very new at this. I'm starting, and I want to, 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 to embrace this, you know. Which I, means she'll answer you, actually. I actually will. Yeah. Ask me a question, and I will respond. I love that. And watch <laughs> on Fox. Watch APB, which is just premiered. APB. Watch out for um, Altered Carbons, which is very exciting. Um, the new season of a Superstar, when it gets picked up. I'm sure Tony and I will be back. And um, the that Fosters, which is, is a big, big show that I love, and I'm Huge now few, 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 few years on it. So, yeah, watch me. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> well, wh- where can our listeners find you? Um, wzproductions.com. Um, download Hillcrest Social. Out at the fair, we are still taking applications for talent for our 2017 festival. Just at outatthefair.com. That's about it. I love it because I'll be there. Patrick Gomez. Uh, yeah, no, it's Patrick Gomez, G-O-M-E-Z, uh, L-A, as in Los Angeles. So Patrick Gomez, L-A, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, yeah, find me there. I usually respond, some, as long as you're nice or really mean. <laughs> Love it. Thank you, Mama Rose. Next week, we have Sally Struthers. We have Don Most. We're having retro TV Ooh. next week. Don Most was in Happy Days. Who knew he's a big crooner now? Like, oh. uh, like uh, he's amazing. Um, and then Brandon and James are premiering their uh, world premiere Thank you, everybody. Thank you, guest. We're still going to have a few more drinks after this. Thank you for having me. See you next Tuesday. (laughs) This has been On the Rocks with Alexander. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network.
Find me on Facebook on On The Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On The Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>